Welcome to another week of Soap Secrets. Yep, we're back and we're talking all things hospitals. Um, not for much longer though, because of course, Holby, oh, it will be RIP soon, won't it, Claire? Um, so you're going to warn me, aren't you? Because you know I don't like a lot of blood and Holby, there's a lot of gore, I think, this week. Yes, Hannah. Hello. So I, I was quite shocked and I watched this and I thought, oh, not another, not another close up shot of blood. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so there were a lot. I, if, if, if I thought there was a lot, I think there were a lot. A lot of close up of the operations. So it's certainly not a time to be snacking when you're watching this. No, I, I'm not very good at that sort of a bit of claret. I like to drink it. I don't like to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, really, really gruesome. Apart from the operations, what else is going on? So last week, I didn't want to give this away, but last week we saw in the final minute of Holby a woman called Maisie spot Ollie in the lift and get upset. And we kind of figured, ooh, what's all this about? Ollie's great. He's it's so great to have him back. Um, and so this week, I think this storyline, or, or this week's Holby, is really, it's all Ollie. Ollie, Ollie, Ollie. Mm-hmm. And um, okay. it turns out that Ollie had had a relationship with this Maisie and he'd suffered a blackout and attacked her. And she had no idea um, that he had been shot in the past. And she she was, you know, she feels quite, quite strongly about this. Um, and so she's really shocked to see him. She's, she's a bit unhappy. He's a doctor. She she talks to Russ, his mentor, and she says if she didn't know any better, she'd think that Ollie was suffering from PTSD. Well, he is suffering from PTSD from the time when he was shot about four years ago by Hanson's son, Frederick. You know, this this is made worse now because he's back working at the hospital where the incident took place now um it was four years ago so frederick actually he came storming into the hospital with a gun the hospital went into lockdown everybody was removed but poor ollie was in the middle of an operation and he had so he had to continue all of the operating team had to continue doing this operation they couldn't you can't just leave a patient on a table you know opened up so under all this pressure he was still operating trying to save this person's life and frederick knew the code to the door and entered to the operating theater and that's when ollie was shot so it is quite shocking so this week he takes a lead in an operation and he has another blackout and you can see how it happens he's back in in a locked room and just outside of the um outside of the operating door there's a man mopping the floor he's not doing anything bad he's just mopping the floor but the end of the mop the stick like looks a bit gun like so so ollie can just see this stick you know by the door and he keeps thinking it's a gun and this this puts him into another blackout and he has he thinks he's back in the operating room again about to get shot by frederick and the patient nearly dies hannah patient nearly dies oh god that it do you know what it's um it's really haunting for him isn't it it's absolutely horrible and he's being put into a position that it just you know is not is not good for anybody particularly particularly the patient yes and you know and he's got a scalpel in his hand Hanson gets cut uh you know will Ollie get the help he needs and will Hanson keep him working at the hospital because Russ had kept all of had kept kept his last blackout from Hanson and really it is a bit shocking that you've got a doctor who is subject to blackouts operating so I mean it sort of goes hand in hand 
concern, doesn't it? Getting the help and staying at the hospital, but I'm not sure that they can work alongside each other. And, you know, if you're putting a patient's life at risk, I mean, just, I know this is a hospital drama, but in the real world, back in the real world. Um, and then there's, there's also um, another very near death, isn't there? Yes, this one's this one's quite an interesting storyline. So um, we have a young black woman brought in, and she's we see her. She, she's brought into ED. They, they put her up onto Darwin, and we see her arriving in pain on a bed um, with her partner standing next to her. They don't know what's what's wrong with her. Max and Dom diagnose her. Now Dom does something um, that could that is it is quite shocking. He makes an assumption about her and um, he decides and diagnoses that she's having a sickle cell crisis. Now to, to compound this, the the, um, the young lady in question, the young woman in question, um, she doesn't have she's not registered with a doctor so they can't get any of her NHS notes so he is working kind of blind so she she hasn't registered with a doctor she's she's actually from Zimbabwe but she's having a relationship with a, a, another woman over here and they're trying to make a go of it so she's come into Britain but hasn't hasn't yet registered with her GP and um, Max argues he should have done X, Y and Z, he shouldn't really be making assumptions about sickle cell She's about this young lady having a sickle cell crisis we, but actually is she having a sickle cell crisis Hannah and um, it turns mm-hmm. out she's not <laughs> Oh, so he's he's kind of he, everything's affecting his diagnosis his sort of preconceived thoughts yes, he has an un- he's let his unconscious bias affect his diagnosis because because this woman is black he he made an assumption she was in a sickle cell crisis there were a couple of other bit medical bits that made him think that but actually it's her gallbladder that's horribly infected and needs oh, removing okay oh god it's all going on it's gory isn't it this week i'm not sure that i'm not sure if i can stomach it i have to do it before dinner rather than after <laughs> Um, please tell me that in casualty, um, it's not quite so gory. It's not quite so gory, but it is another high-octane episode. Casualty are just 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 cooking on gas at the moment, aren't they, Hannah? Because they really are. They really are. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Jan and Fiona held hostage. Yeah, it's it's never really a quiet week for poor old Jan, is no, it? No, she's had a, she's had a lot going on this last year. So um, she attends what is thought to be a hit and run at a gated community when a security guard is hit by a car. Um, and when the police roll up, because obviously it's a hit and run, uh, it turns out that the attending officer is Fion, and we know that Fion is her estranged wife. Now yeah. Fion. <clears throat> tells her that he that she is going to see a divorce lawyer and she suggests that Jan does too. And this is quite shocking because they are actually both at work. So, you know, this, this brings all of Jan's emotions up because, you know, Fionn left her because she was attacked when um, Jan was supplying drugs to her son Ross in prison. And, you know, Fionn was lied to and she feels really, really distressed by this. So... Uh, Fionn goes looking for clues, but of course the man who did the hit and run is still hanging around in this gated community and a shot is fired. And Jan goes to investigate and finds Fionn in the squash court with disgruntled employee Dave holding his former CEO, Tony Gerrard, hostage along with Fionn. So... He's got a gun. He is... um, Mm. He's he's live streaming... um, 
the hostage situation and he wants Tony Gerard to make a, a confession about knowing that diesel cars cause climate change, caused pollution. Um, very, very, very on topic, I think you'll find. Uh, will the pair make it out alive? Well, that is the question. That is the big question, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty hairy in there, I'd imagine. Yes, very hairy, yes. And and while all that's going on, as per most of these soaps, there's another thread running through, because last week we left Ethan... Um, well, we left two weeks ago, wasn't it, actually? We left him fighting for his life after being stabbed in the stomach. Um, what's the update on that? So we left him upstairs on the roof being stabbed by the patient, the mentally ill patient. And uh, Stevie stood there, quite frankly, a couple of minutes too long, really. You feel, if you're a doctor and your colleague is stabbed, you go running straight in, don't you? You, you would have thought so. She did, stand, she did stand there, I thought, a couple of minutes too long. Anyway... Mm. Dylan came up and sorted the situation. He's had successful surgery and he's now due to wake up, Hannah. But when he wakes up, what will he tell Dylan? Will he tell Dylan exactly what went on on the rooftop and will Stevie lose her job? Stevie is convinced she's going to lose her job. She goes around yeah. looking really morose and very, very upset. But um, while she's not the most likable doctor, she is very competent and um, I think the ED would be a, a poorer place if they were to lose her i think in these these hospital dramas if there's a good doctor we need to hang on to <laughs> <Yeah>. them <laughs> no matter the narrative surrounding them i'm <laughs> just saying um well another great week in the in, in the hospitals if you haven't got a stomach for blood like me then maybe uh sort of you know navigate your way around holby or have the remote control in your hand to fast forward those parts um but thanks claire um we will be back again next week <laughs>